You're listening to The Main Course, where food is serious business. Listen along for insights, strategies, forecasts, and thought leadership from the front lines of food with your host, Barbara Castiglia. Welcome to The Main Course. Our guest today uh, comes from a fun kind of brand. Um, we're talking today with Jeff Henry, um, who is president of Jamba, used to be known as Jamba Juice. Um, and we're going to talk about that and we're going to talk about the brand evolution and COVID and uh, plans for the future. Um, so Jeff, can you just fill me in a little bit? You've been uh, with the company since early 2019. Um, so just kind of give me a little bit of your background, where you're coming from before you came to the brand. Yeah, thanks again. Thanks for having me, Barbara. Exciting to be here. Um, so I've been with uh, Jamba now for about a little over a year and a half. Uh, I started kind of in early 2019 and spent uh, most of my career in kind of marketing and, and brand strategy. Most recently came from Coca-Cola, where I was running uh, their tea and coffee brands for the U.S. Um, and prior to that, did other work in CPG. It actually started my career in finance and investment banking uh, many years back. But early in my career, I actually lived out uh, in California, uh, in Northern California, actually. And that's kind of when I first came across Jamba Juice. So it's interesting how things have come full circle. So it's a brand I've been passionate about for over 20 years. And the brand's been around for 30 years, which is incredible for any brand. Um, so since you've, you've been there, um, you've done a lot of different things. One of the, the main things is that the juice was taken away from the from the brand name. Um, so do you want to talk a little bit about the thought process um, and how that was kind of leading a, a whole brand revolution? Yeah. So as you as you mentioned, you know, Jamba has been around now. We're in our 30th year. Uh, it's a phenomenal brand, you know, that people know and love. Uh, and quite frankly, you know, over the past uh, decade or more, people really have just referred to the brand as Jamba. That's kind of become uh, what we've been known as. But the reason for intentionally kind of dropping juice from the name was kind of the, the definition of a juice shop has really evolved over the past uh, 30 years. We certainly do sell fantastic, uh, freshly made juices, uh, but we're more than just a juice shop. Uh, we obviously smell, sell uh, great tasting smoothies and bowls and bites. And so as we continue to expand, uh, the importance was to make sure that, uh, that new guests didn't see us as just a juice shop, but obviously... Uh, much more than that. So there was some, some of the thinking behind that, that move. So one of the other things that you've done is um, embarked upon a whole store redesign and introduced a food truck model. Um, so kind of fill us in on, on the details of those two ventures. Yeah. So um, when we when I came on to Jamba and as Jamba was kind of brought into focus brands, lots of opportunity to kind of really transform the business on the digital side, on the menu side and also on kind of the branding and store design. So to your point on the store design, uh, you know, as we kind of look to contemporize the brand specifically within the stores was an opportunity to really refine the layout so that we drove up the accessibility and convenience for the brand. Cause that's really uh, what the brand is all about. It's providing access and convenience for great tasting, uh, smoothies and bowls to help people wherever they are in their wellness journey. So in our new store design, we focused heavily on that access piece. So adding in kind of uh, 
front of house kind of grab and go coolers as part of our kind of mobile order pickup, uh, enabling kind of uh, order by kiosk, uh, as well as a lot more merchandising and freshness cues uh, right there at the register to kind of uh, showcase the ingredients. And specifically within our bowls uh, business, our acai energy bowls, which is a rapidly growing category and portion of our business, is we kind of brought that uh, presentation and the making of our bowls front and center so that guests could see the, the, the actual bowl being made. It's a little bit of food theater as well, so that kind of the guests can see uh, you know, the smoothie base with the fruits, with the nuts all being brought together. And you have a food truck now. On the food truck side, um, obviously that's a that's a fun space. Uh, lots of brands looking at food trucks. For us, we see it as one more access point. Uh, so again, we're trying to make sure that we can serve the guests wherever they are, uh, whenever they're looking for a Jamba. And so we are looking to expand into food trucks, really to help uh, increase the brand awareness and touch points in many of our markets. So we're working with existing franchisees to add food trucks to their portfolio of stores. And then also in certain geographic locations, you know, starting with a store and a food truck so that they can have more penetration for the brand and build awareness in that market makes a ton of sense. And so we've been kind of uh, getting into that here in 2020 uh, with the food trucks. And we've got a lot of interest uh, from franchisees to, to expand. Do you think you've gotten a lot of interest from that due to COVID? Um, I, certainly it's played a part um, because of just the, the ever-changing landscape with COVID and and restrictions on uh, certain types of businesses. Um, and so there's certainly been interest there. And I think there's just a uh, an opportunity, particularly with our core guest, where you know the food truck can make a ton of sense to just kind of tie in with a local street side Jamba. By having a food truck, you can then get into more uh, venues and access points to get more people exposed to the brand uh, and get more trial activity, uh, which is certainly what we're looking to do. One of the other things that you've done is really connect the brand on the digital front um, and the technical uh, uh, technical aspect, like you were talking about the, using kiosks and all. So uh, how important is it to engage with guests on social media and in digital um, just in general? Uh, it is it is critically important. I mean, in terms of where our uh, core guests are spending most of their time and kind of how they're consuming media, Certainly digital uh, is at the top of the list, both in terms of what we call our, our own channels. Uh, so our loyalty platforms, email, our social channels, uh, as well as paid media. And so we wanna make sure that we are reaching our guests where they are uh, and letting them know kind of either how we're expressing uh, Jamba in a certain day through our own social channels or letting them know about some new up and coming limited time only uh, smoothier bowl offerings, but Digital and certainly social media are incredibly important for us to, to stay connected uh, with our guests. So you were talking a little bit before about building brand awareness, but it's a brand that's been around for 30 years. So, you know, people are aware of it. Is it more just kind of keeping it top of mind, um, you know, and, um, you know, and, and having it out there so that people are saying, hey, yeah, I'm going to go back there. That's exactly it. I mean, the, the brand has been around for 30 years, uh, but it, it's all about relevance, right? We're kind of competing in a category around uh, wellness. And so, you know, the definition of wellness for 
what it means for individuals has probably changed over the past 25 years and we've got to change with it. So it's making sure that guests know that Jamba 2 is evolving with our guests. And so that's what we've been doing, obviously, with our store designs. We've been doing the same thing with our menu evolution. And so we've been rapidly moving into expanding our offerings into more plant-based and lower sugar offerings uh, to, again, satisfy more guests with what they're looking for wherever they are on their own wellness journey. So when we look to connect with guests, it is building kind of top of mind awareness. And it's also kind of uh, reestablishing our relevance for today's guests and what they're looking for. So being around for 30 years, this was long, long before juicing and smoothies were really trendy. Um, why do you think that the brand has kind of been able to persevere and grow? Yeah, great question. Well, I think we're fortunate in that Jamba uh, really helped create the smoothie category. There had been other kind of local uh, juice shops that were out there in the early 90s, uh, but it was Jamba Juice uh, that really kind of paved the way uh, and rapidly became you know, a multi-hundred unit plus uh, chain and now we're 800 plus strong. Um, and I think part of what really kind of has helped uh, the brand stay strong through the decades is the fact that when you go into a Jamba, uh, you go in and it is a fun experience. As you said at the, at the start of this conversation, Jamba is a fun brand. And we've got fantastic team members who are energetic and knowledgeable uh, and welcoming. So that, you know, sometimes when you look at the this kind of juice and, and bowl category, if you're not familiar with it, it could be intimidating to a first time guest. But I think Jamba does a great job of making it uh, welcoming and accessible so that we're not intimidating anybody when they walk into our doors. So it's a fun environment. We've got fantastic products that are both delicious and packed with kind of nutrients and functional benefits. And I think that kind of special combination of great taste, fun, and fantastic team members has really kind of helped us uh, stay strong these past 30 years. So there, there are a lot of competition, a lot of players entered the marketplace. Um, how do you feel you're uh, able to compete on, on that level as new people enter um, and, you know, kind of just being the new kid on the block, they get, um, you know, news just just because they're new. Um, so how do you feel you're kind of, uh, you know, placed now to uh, to compete? Well, I think, uh, again, we're fortunate that we are kind of the leader in the category uh, very much kind of the, the center of our plate is actually smoothies and bowls. And so uh, we know we are we're best in class there. Uh, great tasting products consistently delivered and made for our guests. Uh, so we know what our strengths are and we focus there heavily. And then I think we're also fortunate is that because we've been around for 25 or 30 years, you know, Jamba is very much a part of pop culture. I mean, if you think about the the number of times we're fortunate to get picked up in late night television or uh, picked up in movies or, or kind of uh, other kind of uh, artists and pop culture. Uh, people love Jamba Juice, uh, guests and celebrities of, of all types. And again, we're fortunate that uh, they give shout outs to Jamba. Um, and I think that also kind of keeps us relevant in addition to continuing to have the best products, the best smoothies. Uh, it's the brand love. Uh, that really helps differentiate us from the competition. So if I'm a guest walking into the store, what should I expect? Well, the first thing you should expect is a welcome. Uh, you know, welcome in. Obviously, we've got some very passionate team members 
uh, that want to make everybody feel welcome when they walk in our doors. Um, and you should also find that, you know, a clean environment that's kind of warm and cheery, a lot of bright uh, colors to kind of uh, just energize you. By the time you leave Jamba with a smoothier bowl in your hand, we want you to be feeling even better about your day. Uh, and so you should get that throughout your experience. If you're coming in, you're actually ordering at the register. You know, we've got knowledgeable team members that can help you with your order. And, and the great thing about Jamba is it's all about personalization. Right? So if, if you've got special dietary needs, uh, if you want to swap out, you know, uh, milk for a, a plant-based milk like oat milk uh, or almond milk, it's easy to do. And our guests and our team members can do that for our guests. Uh, and then the speed of service. Again, we are kind of a convenience-oriented brand. We're on the go. So you should be able to, once you place your order, you know, typically under three minutes, you should be able to get uh, your smoothie in hand and out the door. And obviously, we have the more mobile order ahead feature now as well. So we launched our new mobile app a little over a year ago, and that's now a significant portion of our business. So in many cases, if you're a loyal guest, you can now uh, put your order ahead on the app, come in, grab it out of our kind of uh, on-the-go cooler, and you're out the door there in, in 20 seconds with uh, the great tasting smoothie in your hand. So you talked a little bit before about um, kind of a menu evolution and adding healthier uh, items. And and you have do you have a focus on plant-based items? I mean, it's listed right there. You know, you look through the menu. Um, so if you can kind of detail a little bit more about what are what were some of those changes in and what are some of the items that you're talking about? Yeah, so, uh, you know, as part of this, uh, the brand transformation, uh, particularly when uh, Focus uh, acquired Jamba, uh, as I mentioned, there was the, the branding and the store redesign, and then there's the menu evolution. And I think in, in some cases, the menu hadn't evolved as fast as what some of our guests were looking for. And so really, in the past uh, year and a half, we've been pushing more aggressively into expanding our offering to kind of keep up with the, the needs and demands of, of today's guests. Uh, and specifically in more plant-based offerings, um, where, uh, again, because again, there's, there's so many uh, consumers across the U.S. that have restrictions or lactose intolerant, that uh, having more plant-based uh, milks has really helped us connect with more guests. And so we've, we've jumped into uh, new kind of rapidly emerging categories like oat milk. We actually introduced oat milk to our entire system uh, just over a year ago, and it's done phenomenally well. Uh, we use it now in some of our featured uh, limited time only products. In fact, right now we're in the middle of kind of pumpkin season. And so we've always had a great tasting classic, classic pumpkin smash smoothie. Uh, and this year we've, we've made a plant-based version as well. And that has been highly kind of incremental uh, and uh, complementary to our, our core pumpkin smoothie. And I think by having both of those offerings, we're just expanding the appeal of Jamba to more guests. Um, and it's really exciting to see. So you were just talking a little bit about, you know, uh, being part of the Focus family. Um, and that also allows you to do some really unique co-branding and tri-branding. Um, so if you can talk a little bit about that and why you think that those are kind of unique and important opportunities. Yeah, it's definitely, it's great to be part of the, the Focus family of brands. Uh, we've got seven brands in the portfolio, kind of a combination of restaurant and specialty brands. And we have been kind of uh, stepping into more co-brand opportunities, uh, particularly with like Annie Ann's. Um, 
And, you know, the benefit there is we're fortunate that we've got, you know, across the focus brand portfolio, uh, you know, well over almost 5,000 uh, stores across the U.S., uh, several hundred different franchise owners. And in some cases, those owners are now participating in uh, multiple different franchises. And when we're, when we're able to marry up kind of uh, a combination of like a Jamba and an Auntie Anne's, First, for the guest, it enables us to provide more relevance for more need states. So somebody who's looking for you know, a smoothie either for a snack or a midday meal taps into a different need state than perhaps the uh, desire for one of Annie Ann's uh, pretzels. But from a real estate standpoint, uh, it allows for much higher kind of utilization of the, the real estate asset. And from a guest standpoint, it allows for more relevance across more need states and pay parts. So that's really the opportunity is kind of marrying up the expanded kind of relevance from a guest standpoint, and then the back of house and the operational relevance uh, where, where you can find synergies of bringing these two brands together from an operations standpoint. So you were talking a little bit about franchising. Um, what makes Jamba an attractive franchise uh, for someone looking for uh, a franchise opportunity? And what do you look for in a franchisee? Yeah, great questions. I think, uh, you know, what makes Jamba attractive is back to what we started at, at the beginning that you said, you know, Jamba is a fun brand. And I think, you know, our franchisees that uh, do really well with Jamba are those that bring that great attitude that recognize, hey, this is a fun brand. It's in a fun category, um, and it's all about kind of helping our guests with wherever they are on their own kind of wellness journey, is that Jamba is there to help uh, make eating better, easier, and more fun. And our franchisees that kind of are tapped into that kind of vision and mission for the brand are the ones who are then able to kind of take that positive energy uh, and convey it to their general managers and their team members and that's when you get that great in-store Jamba experience. So I think that's what I'm looking for uh, from a great franchisee is someone who is excited to have this brand either in their broader portfolio, if they have other brands that they are uh, franchise, uh, franchisee of, and or this is kind of fits in well with their own kind of mission uh, and values around uh, their own wellness journey. I think that's important. Um, and then the other piece is, you know, Jamba, it's a fairly simple operation. So, you know, we don't have any ovens, there's no uh, grease traps, we don't have late nights. And so it's a fairly straightforward business model that I think for somebody who's interested in getting into franchising, it's a great step in, into that industry. And where do you see it growing through franchising in the future? Yeah, so we are, uh, again, aggressively looking to grow the brand. We're getting into even more formats. You know, Jamba today is in many uh, airport locations, uh, train stations, universities, street side. Uh, we're getting more into drive-throughs. Obviously, we've got the food truck. So the, uh, the growth potential is vast for Jamba. And obviously, the, uh, from a market standpoint, uh, we've got a lot more density in the Western U.S. than we do in the East. And so there's growth potential across the U.S. And there is a lot of potential even just by real estate type and venue. Um, and so today we're a little over 800 stores. 
uh, and certainly with aspirations to grow you know, well over 50% here in the next three to four years. So how has the pandemic uh, affected the brand, um, kind of changed any of those growth plans? You talked about drive throughs Are those more attractive now? Um, and have you kind of had to pivot like a lot of restaurants have had to do? Yeah, absolutely. I think the entire industry has had to pivot where they can. Uh, we've been fortunate. We've, we definitely have some very kind of agile and versatile uh, franchise owners who've done a great job kind of working with us to navigate through this crisis. Um, I think we're fortunate that, you know, Jamba really is an on-the-go, convenient-oriented uh, product and category. And so despite the challenges of COVID, uh, because basically you don't really come into Jamba to hang out, you come in to either place your order or, or just grab your order if you've ordered ahead, uh, that has certainly helped us. And our franchisees have been very kind of nimble in kind of enhancing some of these kind of grab and go options uh, with doing kind of more curbside pickup. Some folks have, been, have even done kind of makeshift drive throughs where if they were located in a quiet parking lot, they actually set up cones and signs to uh, to actually do kind of temporary drive throughs to, uh, again, make it easier for guests to not have to come into the store particularly earlier on in the crisis when there was just so many unknowns. Um, but specifically for Jamba, we've also been fortunate that really since early 2019, we invested heavily in our whole digital tech stack. So we launched out a, a new point of sale system, a new mobile app, a new e-commerce enabled website. We expanded across our entire system into third party delivery services. And then earlier this year, we enabled uh, first-party delivery, so you could actually go through the Jamba app and have smoothies uh, delivered to your home through our app. And all of that has helped us immensely. We've seen a significant shift in our sales mix uh, into kind of order-ahead platforms, and I think that's really helped us weather the storm. Uh, and while certainly it's slowed our 2020 uh, performance versus our original 2020 plan, uh, we're still feeling very good about the future and, and the growth for Jamba. So you talked a little bit about uh, delivery. Um, so you kind of work with third party and you have your own. Um, is there a preference? Do you see it uh, that guests are preferring, um, you know, to work uh, with the brand directly or they're coming in from, from everywhere? Yeah. So certainly, uh, Third party working with Uber Eats and, and the DoorDashes of the world uh, is a bigger portion of our business today than what I would call uh, first party or through our uh, delivery through our app. Um, and so we, we just want to make sure that we're meeting the guests where they are. Um, and so if a guest is is going through third party, we want to be there so that they know that job is available. If they're a loyal guest and, and they've downloaded our app, uh, we want them to know that they can actually have it delivered through us. Uh, so that we can have kind of full involvement of that transaction uh, and make sure that it's uh, made to perfection and, and to deliver to them as well uh, with excellence. So again, I think it's about making sure we are reaching the guests where they are. Uh, and certainly the more that we kind of um, expand uh, the awareness of Jamba through our dispatch or what we're calling first party delivery, uh, I think that's certainly an area where we are looking to grow. Um, one of the things that I noticed, um, you know, on your website is that you're doing these big packs. 
where you can uh, mix and match, um, you know, like a party pack or great for an office. Um, so kind of tell us a little bit more about about that and 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 how you think that kind of relates to maybe a little bit more of the business catering or 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 meetings and things that that people will be having. Yeah, so uh, we've got uh, a couple different uh, offerings for uh, off-premise, uh, and certainly I think for the entire food service industry, you know, traditional catering has certainly slowed dramatically just because there's very few instances where you're going to have large gatherings of people. So probably traditional catering for us has certainly slowed as it has for the industry. But, you know, people are still getting together in small groups of, you know, eight or 10 folks celebrating birthdays, uh, you know, families coming together. And so we want to make sure that we've got uh, a great offering for those uh, smaller occasions as well. So we've got our, uh, uh, what we call our smoothie go-go boxes, where you can get, you know, 10 to 15 smoothies uh, customized for your order. Uh, You can also do them for, you know, for your offices or hospitals that are open. Um, so again, it's a great opportunity to change the, I think, the, the, the back half of someone's day when you can delight them with uh, a Jamba smoothie that tastes great uh, and it's just packed with a lot of functional wellness, too. And you're also in the grocery. Um, so you could talk a little bit about uh, entering, you know, that different uh, retail chain. Yeah, we, we do have kind of our uh, at-home kind of smoothie kits. We've, we've been in grocery chains now for a few years where we make uh, it available for our guests to get uh, the ability to make at home some of our great tasting smoothies like the Razzmatazz or a Mango Agogo. Uh, so certainly that business has uh, benefited during um, COVID-19 crisis because in some cases people just weren't comfortable leaving their homes other than going to the grocery store. So we've, we've been fortunate to have uh, that business as well. But we certainly prefer if you know guests can get a Jamba smoothie uh, that we can make it for them right there uh, in our stores when possible. So when you go to Jamba, what's your go-to order? That's a great question. Um, 20 years ago, I would have told you probably Razzmatazz. Uh, today, I probably jump more into a lot of our plant-based smoothies uh, I like the acai super antioxidant, our greens and ginger. Those are probably my two uh, preferred. Uh, I think my palate has changed a little bit where I'm looking for a little bit more kind of functional benefits, a little less on the sweet side. And those two definitely uh, work perfectly for what I'm looking for. Your palate's matured a little less. I guess so. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> um so I guess kind of put your thinking cap on, um, what do you see the next 30 years for Jamba? And, you know, where do you see the brand growing and evolving even more? Well, I'm excited. Uh, I think, you know, Jamba's got uh, great growth potential. And again, you know, we started 30 years ago as Jamba Juice, you know, with a heavy orientation 30 years ago on kind of freshly made juices but certainly over time, uh, we've become best in class at smoothies and bowls. Um, and by, again, the, the rebranding that we've gone through with our store designs and our up, updated name and logo, uh, we're more about accessible uh, and, and meeting guests wherever they are on their wellness journey. So uh, smoothies and bowls are center of the plate for us, but we're going to get more into more uh, beverage platforms to tap into more need states and day parts. 
uh, improving some of our food offerings to complement our beverages and smoothies. Um, so that's more on kind of the, the menu side. And then again, on the, on the, the market side, uh, lots of opportunity uh, because we're such a flexible brand in terms of real estate and format. So we'll continue to grow uh, street side. We're, we're investing heavily into curbside pickup. So again, if you download our mobile app, you have the ability to kind of place your order uh, and soon you'll be able to place your order and just drive up and we'll know that you're there and we can bring it out to you. So again, it makes that transaction all that much easier. So flexible real estate formats, curbside pickup, drive-throughs, all that's a big part of our future. Perfect, thank you so much.